Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and we are continuing talking about the gifts of the Spirit. And today, I wanted to specifically talk about this one thing, uh, why we are not seeing miracles in our lives. Uh, you probably you know, have heard of, of amazing uh, missionaries, evangelists, that, uh, that tell a story about amazing miracles that happened. And we get inspired about those miracles, see, hearing uh, that somebody was raised from the dead, hearing and seeing that somebody was healed on the spot. I've experienced in my own life miracles of God. I don't have time to talk about it. And, and, and I, I always uh, preach on that in, in church. You know, we all have so many stories to tell. So I don't want it to say the same story over and over again. But I've experienced, I just wanted to say on this podcast that I've experienced tangible hand of God in my life. I've experienced miracle in my emotional life. I've experienced miracle in my physical life, healing physically. I've experienced miracles in, in, in my spiritual life and understanding revelation of God and operation of the, in, in different gifts of the spirit. I, I am the product of miracle of God. But many of us, maybe you're watching this and you're and you're in that seat that I was, uh, you know, a decade ago or uh, two decades ago. Uh, man, why can I not see miracle in my own life? Why is it not happening to me? Uh, why, why can I only, he why do I only hear about someone else's but not in me? So that's, that's what I want to talk about today. Now, I'm going to start with this. In 1 Corinthians 13, uh, verse 9, it says something something that every Christian should understand and something that every everybody who seeks God and, and want to be in ministry or in ministry in life or just in general, if you're a Christian, you need to know this. And it says this, now here in this present, in this world now, our knowledge is partial and incomplete. And even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. So the knowledge that we operate here in this world, the knowledge that Elon Musk's operate, let's let's take him. He's he's the he's been on every social media lately with all the rocket stuff that he does and Tesla and everything else. Even the brain knowledge of Elon Musk, even if he would be Christian, he would only know part of the knowledge that, God's ha that God has. We only operate in part, incomplete. And we live in this information-driven world. We are divided like never before. We are conflicted like never before. We're arguing about what's right, what's wrong like never before. We are the most, most, most divided people that probably have ever lived since the beginning of the world. So information is not healing. We think the more knowledge, more knowledge will bring healing. No, it won't. It will bring more division because we will always operate in part of that complete knowledge, bits and pieces of it. Even if you operate in prophetic, the next thing, even if the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. So when you speak on behalf of God, when God's saying speak, say something to this person or reveal spe special knowledge about certain things. You only know a tiny bit of a piece of puzzle that goes into this big, huge frame of God. Now, you will not know everything. 
I don't care if you want to be a, po- a, a, a apologist and debate about God and 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 and, and uh, uh, if you want to be a great professor in knowing the, the the word of God and and a doctrinal and you know I went to college I didn't care for diplomas I just wanted to have the heart of God I wanted to know him I wanted to I, I didn't care to 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 have the doctor Yuri Maiba and the pastor and all I didn't care for titles and all this I'm not going to say anything else I wanted to know god and his heartbeat i wanted to lean my head on him and just i want to feel his presence his love that's my desire now now it doesn't matter maybe you are the person that needs understanding they needs first you're operating in i need explanation i need this i need this maybe that's mainly for you or for some of those people that's seeking understanding versus the presence and the glory of god now you have to be okay with not knowing everything you have to be okay with that that you will never never will know everything because god operates above what we know the miracle is right above that and that's not the only one one thing now let me tell you the story of peter walking on water here's a great miracles if you're christian you probably know if you don't i'll give you uh if you don't don't know the story i'll give you this story so so 12 apostles now jesus said i want you to cross. i'm not gonna give you the whole story but he said cross this sea of galilee i'll catch up to you he didn't say how he's going to catch up to them but he they were all exhausted from previous day he said go on the other side i'll catch up to you now they're rowing on the boat in the middle of the night and they see somebody's walking on water some of them were afraid and started screaming it's a, or most of them were afraid and started screaming it's a ghost oh my gosh somebody's walking on water and jesus said don't worry it's me now when jesus said this it says this peter now i want to read in matthew 14 28 29 if when peter saw jesus he said this lord if it's you please peter said peter replied tell me to come to you on the water peter said this tell me to come to you on the water jesus said come he said then then peter got down out of the boat walked on water and came towards jesus now i want you to pay attention Peter asked for details. Peter said, tell me to come to you on the water. So Jesus would have to tell him the details. Come on the water like this, A, B, C. But he only got one word. He wanted details, how to do it. But received only one word. Only one word and that's uh Darius Daniel spoke on this and it's um in uh on one of the conferences and when he read this I was just in awe I was like wow that's what Christians do all the time we want the details tell me to come to you on the water and Jesus didn't say okay come to me on the water right now put you didn't give him details didn't give him how didn't give him when he didn't give him anything he said come now that's the problem with every one of us we want God to give us details 
how to, when to, what time, and specific things that we need to do. But even prophecy is in part. So it takes faith. And it, and it takes understanding that you might ask God for the details. How, when, Lord, what do you want me to do? But God will reveal a bit, just a piece to you. And here's the difference between us and the Peter. Peter did not hesitate. Peter did not ask for further how, when, how do I step on it? Do I like, uh, do, you know, do I step carefully on the water? Do I start running? Do I jump on the water? Can I jump on the water? Maybe, maybe, maybe I, 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 I gotta, I gotta be careful. Turn around. Do I? Do, will, will I drown? And and you start going in. Well, all these questions. If I'm picturing myself on the boat, I mean, all these things, man. How? When? What? But Peter just jumped in. He didn't hesitate. He did not ask for explanation. He followed Jesus and left everything behind. He wanted to be just like Jesus and he obeyed him immediately without understanding complete picture of how to do it. If you are in any ministry or, or, or if you're just trying to see God, you will understand that because God might give you one word but you might want the whole picture. But if you obey that one word, if you immediately just step out and do it, you will see this invisible bridge appear. You will see this foundation appear. And that's what happened so many times to me. Now, after being in ministry for 20 years, over 20 years, now, now it's easier. But in the beginning, when I was seeking God about even, even parachuting uh, to, you know, into the, the Santa Rosa Beach to launch a church, man, I was preaching how, when, what, who do I reach, when, how, and, and God gave me one person to re reach, reach out to. And that one person connected me to uh, 50 others, and that 50 others connected me to, and God did His own work when I did not know all of it, but I did not hesitate it. I immediately obeyed and miracle came to fruition. Now, let, let me show you one more thing because I love what Darius Daniel said. Is there a leader in your life that you follow? Is there a leader that you look up to? Is there somebody that you're accountable to? Or you just surrounded yourself with the people, like-minded people, nay naysayers, gossip people, you know, uh, whatever the the news, the 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 dooms people, the sky is falling people, just like you, because you're gonna attract people just just like you. You have to separate yourself, just like Peter did. He separated himself from the world. He left everything behind and he followed Jesus. So are you, do you have that leader, that accountability leader that will say, you know what, wake up or, or say, hey, I'm, incur I'm, I'm encouraged by your faith. Somebody that you look up to, somebody, because here's, here's what happened. Peter did not have an appetite to walk on water until he was exposed to the leader that was doing it. And I love that. You see, that's how, that's how everything is. If you hang out with naysayers, you're going to be just like naysayers. But if you hang out with the leaders that walk on water, you're going you're gonna to walk on water. Peter did not have an appetite to walk on water. But as soon as he saw Jesus do it, 
he got on fire. I've heard so many pre uh, sermons on Peter and walking on water, whether it was a will of God to walk for him to walk on water, whether there was a will of God for him not to walk on water. I don't care about that. But every one of you would love to experience that. Every one of you watching is like, man, that would be so cool. Because the evidence, it's evidence, it's the healing, it's an evidence. And so, and so you have to surround yourself. And, and if you don't have one, find, find it, uh, find one in, in your community. Go to church. Find those that you, that you look up to and, and, and so you can be different and you will start thinking like them. You surround yourself with millionaire, one day you'll become a millionaire. You surround yourself with, with like-minded people, leaders that just like Jesus, you'll become just like in them. Now, Peter desired it. Peter asked. He saw it soon as immediately he saw him when water Peter if it's Jesus if it's you tell me to go come to the and, and Jesus said come and he obeyed immediately those are the three things why we don't see miracles today we we like the idea of them when we hear of Welsh revivals of Reinhard Bonkies and all these things but we never ask all right I'm a because we scared when we ask and Jesus say, he might say one word, we will hesitate because we, we will need more explanation how and why. And, 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 you know, I see that in finances so much. People don't trust God with their finances. They never have it. And what they have it is, is even taken away. That's what the Bible says. I see it in, within knowledge. I see it in people don't trust God. The problem is they do not trust. If they trust Him, without no hesitation, just like Peter did. One word, come, boom. You will experience miracle in your life every day. Now, I want you to go back to the, I'm gonna go back to the beginning. It's very important for us to be okay with this, with, with what, what Bible says, that knowledge is partial, gifts of prophecy is only partial too because when you accept that Jesus I will not know everything I will not have explanation for everything but I'm I'm willing to jump in and I'm willing to be a fool for you his supernatural power will reside in you and you will start seeing miracle I'm going to give you one more one more verse in uh in Revelation in Revelation last chapter of the Bible Jesus said this, it's in red. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. Let this, let this go deep into your heart. Jesus said, blessed are those who what? Who believe, who know, who has a revelation, who have the gifts of prophecies and, and all these other things who are prominent in their community, who are the presidents of the United States, blessed. That means the hand of God is gonna be on you and everything that you're doing. Blessed are those who obey. Obey without hesitation, obey without knowledge, obey even if you don't understand, obey even if you, if you think what you're doing might be wrong, but it's the right thing for you to do. 
Because community might, might say, your friends might say, man, go to college, be a doctor, be this, be that. And it might be right in their eyes, but it's going to be wrong because you know that God is maybe calling you to a mission field. You know that God is maybe call, call, calling you to, 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 to a certain area of your, of your life, maybe calling you to be a businessman, maybe calling you whatever that is. Oh, look, I'm coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy. Blessing is always connected to obedience. And healing is always connected to confession. You want healing? Confess, confess all these things that you believe, the lies that you believe. You want blessing? Obey God. Obey God. Obey God and seek Him. And He will show you dreams and, and visions of your life. And you will get up full of air in your lungs and saying, Lord, what are we going to do today? And that's what God, that's how God wants you to live. You can see miracles. Step away from what you know and step into his realm where all that dwells. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn his face toward you and give you his mighty peace.